Tyler Juvenal is me, and I am Tyler Juvenal. I like to sing, dance, pretend, <laughs> uh, Wait a minute. Who are Who you? Who are you? <laughs> anyway, uh, so my name's Tyler, and I do like to sing. I am involved in low-key men's ensemble at Maranatha. Great plug. And... Yep, great, great plug. Uh, Johnny is one of our um, past members as well. He's staying with mm. us. Um, I, re- I have a lot of interesting hobbies. One of my favorite things to do is to cook. Mm. I do a lot of cooking and baking and grilling and barbecue, stuff like that. Um, and I, I love pretty much any version of cooking. Um, I also, I, I really enjoy playing sports. I'm not the greatest athlete of all time. Um, I'm very far from it. I'm not even, I'm not even close to the greatest athlete in, of the people that I know around me. Um, but I do enjoy playing sports. And so they're, you know, people are playing sports. I'm, I'm pretty much down. I do not like the one exception that I do not like basketball. I will play it, but I am a dumpster fire at basketball. Just absolute trash. Well, folks, you heard it here first. Tyler is dumpster fire <laughs> basketball. True. I it, it is beyond true. I feel that. In All any right. game that I can't like contribute, I feel like I'm just letting everyone down. Yes, no, for real. Okay, because in basketball, you can only have five people on your team. And if you're down one player, that puts you at a very <laughs> serious disadvantage. And when I'm on your team, you're down one player. <laughs> Onto the dice. Onto the dice. All right, here we go. You ready, John? I'm so ready. I'm really excited, actually. All right, because I have some. I have some food questions on here. I don't really drink coffee that much. I have that happen with. That's crazy. Anyways, this (laughs) this magical car is magic, but the biometrics in the car will only let it be driven by you. And this is like your forever car. You're going everywhere with this thing, so you got to think like, what's gonna not get you mugged? Because, like, if you drive around in a Lamborghini or something like that for the rest of your life, people are probably going to try to, like, you know, rob you or something. So, Tyler, what are you going with? <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I'm very much okay with that proposition because I'm. Th- this is just how life works for me. 75% of the time when I'm in a vehicle with people, I'm mm-hmm. driving it. And that's not because of like an ego issue with me. It's just, that's how it works. People typically, sometimes they ask me to drive. A lot of times they want me to drive. Sometimes they just assume that I'm driving and that's just my lot in life. And I very, am very much okay with that. Cause I'm, I love, I love to drive. It's just, I'm very comfortable with it. It's like a second nature event every day. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, you're like embracing um, the responsibility <laughs> of the group. Yeah. This is yes. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Okay. Um, I would definitely 183%. Wow. 
Uh, I'm sorry. I should not do that. 100%. I would go <laughs> it's with, okay. You're just talking about stocks. Um, yeah, right. I would. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I actually just had a conversation this morning about um, mm. cryptocurrency with mm-hmm. Justin Blake. And that was that was great. It was a very good. good you're investing your life anyway, savings. Yeah, I would definitely go with a truck mm. um, because trucks are the most useful vehicle of all time. They are a perfect balance between everything because I, I think I think I to start, I think I would go with an F-150, probably a Raptor or a King Ranch or, you know, whatever's newest and biggest and best um, because, you know, you're going to have it forever. So I would go with an F-150. I think that trucks have the perfect balance of mm-hmm. everything because they're super useful. You can you can throw a deer in the back. You can throw uh, people <laughs> in the back. <laughs> you shoot a deer, you throw it in the back of your you, truck. You shoot a person, you throw it in the back of your truck too. You, you can throw a brush in the back. You can haul people's stuff. You can help people move. That's not always ideal. But on top of that, then you have six seats. One, two, three, four, five, six seats. That's one more seat than in a normal regular sedan. And so you have six seats within a truck as well as ultimate towing capacity. You can pull a trailer. I'm, this is the ultimate vehicle, a truck. And I will fight that until the yeah, day that makes I die. Sense. I was thinking, I was thinking, thinking you know, right very um, differently. I was like, oh man, I want a classic car, you know, that the people will look at and be like, oh, he doesn't have a lot of money. But that's a nice car. And because it would never have any problems with it, it would keep on running until I'm like 60. So if I bought like a, a car that's, you know, a, a 19 or I or had this magical car that was like from 19, you know, 60s, 70s, then it would still last. and would be like the only one that would still be in commission. Like, like a like a turquoise bell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Something know. What that is, you see. A Bel Air, that's like only the most famous collector. I know the Prince um, of, of Bel Air. That's the about it. Print. Okay, so a Chevy mm-hmm. Bel Air, you, you would know as soon as you saw it. It's the classic. Oh, I okay. Yeah, I'm eating a donut hey. right now. By the way, so I'm looking up. Yeah. I'm looking you up Chevy Bel Air. Oh my! Oh my goodness! 1957. Here we go. Yep, that's the that's oh. the most classic year of Bel Air. Oh, she's a beauty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're talking like I'm pretty sure that's flow. Yes, mm. you know the yeah flow. I will drive yeah. around flow for the rest of my life, and people will be like that classic man, <laughs> and that way I can start like early, and they'll look at it and be like, "Wow, that young man is a cl- he- he's got an eye for classics," and I'll be like, "Yes, oh, yeah. look at oh, my yeah. wife." <laughs> and at that point, you would be a classic exactly. as well, driving a with a classic. Uh, because your wife would be a classic. That's that true. And I, I just, there's a lot of classic stuff going on. And I really, I like that idea. Another thought that popped into my head that was a little funnier was like, you know, a giant bus or something like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> one of those like transformation buses where you can like, yes, yeah. Or, or even like a trailer home. Wouldn't that be kind of like, like oh, that'd be smart, I guess. What about, what about one a of those oversized bus? load trucks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just carry a bunch of stuff on there. <laughs> oh man, 
That would be the most humiliating vehicle ever. It's like, oh, I couldn't afford a real bus, so I got a short <laughs> bus. That would, that would be awful. It'd be more that maneuverable, would, though. I should never have put that. That it would. Probably. Let, yeah. Let's so, get on it. So, oh, anyway, go ahead, me, Alec. But, so, y'all explained your reasons for having your different cars and everything. For me, um, have you ever seen Harry Never Potter? in my life that witchcraft is no the people. devil. There are because it's yes, kind of like a modern, modern it's modern day i'm sorry okay i've only seen the first idiot one. Okay. <laughs> i correct myself before you did so yep. therefore i was the corrector Got not him. you <laughs> what's your favorite car from harry potter anyways <laughs> a broom the brooms aren't cars they're vehicles no they're not in harry potter the brooms are vehicles no what different I'm going to define the vehicle. Anyways, what I'm saying, there's a character who's a half-giant named Hagrid, okay? Hagrid has the ideal aesthetic. He's a half-giant. He has a little pink umbrella that he uses as a wand. And he has a giant motorcycle with a sidecar. That that sounds amazing. I think you should actually have that. Although, I will say, Tyler is probably right with his vehicle definition. Because the vehicle definition says a thing used for transporting people or goods, especially on land, such as a car, truck, or cart. But I feel like it's not excluding magical brooms. Uh, they don't even. Ha- okay, I just looked up. Is a broom a vehicle? And actually, in 2019, Toyota just introduced an electric riding broom onto the market. <laughs> I literally this. <laughs> there's I, a video. I'm looking it. it up. So there's a video. He's got rollerblades on, and the broom is in between his legs, and it's pushing him around. <laughs> All right, we're playing Quidditch. Oh my goodness, you're right. It exists. Let's do Quidditch. That is the. That is. The, also, you know, speaking I of thought Quidditch, we have like flying cars in 2020, but no, we have electric yeah, brooms. <laughs> Speaking of Quidditch, though, they actually have real Quidditch tournaments. Like, obviously, you can't fly around on a broom because that's not a thing, except for now it is, I guess. But uh, real Quidditch tournaments. Are you going to go to one? Probably not. I think my, my friend Cademan, he goes to uh, <clears throat> Case Western Reserve University. And uh, I believe there they have like Quidditch teams, and he's on one. So, Quidditch for those of you in the audience who <laughs> do gosh. not know, Quidditch uh, is a fictional sport invented by author J.K. Rowling for her fantasy book series Harry Potter. First appeared in the novel <laughs> Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. It is a dangerous but popular sport played by witches and wizards riding flying broomsticks. And obviously, in our twenty-first century, we can't ride flying broomsticks but we can have them yes. pull us around <laughs> you can you can drive <laughs> a flying broomstick away. pretty much yeah but they do play it it is true there are crazy. tournaments wow it's like badminton course. people just keep pretending it's a sport <laughs> <laughs> roll the die <laughs> okay on to our next topic i heard it's the little it's a nine we no, 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 we did 19. 19. Oh, we did 19. Yeah, 
yeah. Okay. Yes. Can we go to nine now, please? <laughs> Actually, this <laughs> this goes perfectly with what we were talking about. That's crazy. Okay. It says, if you could play one professional game in any sport, <laughs> what team would you play on and why? <laughs> the Championship World Cup Quidditch Tournament. Professional Quidditch. <laughs> like, you wouldn't be good. You would just, they'd have to play you. You know what I mean? You were just taking the skills that you had now. I don't know how to fly a broom. Quidditch on motorized broomsticks and rollerblades. Pulling me around. They're like, and Tyler Juvenal makes his first appearance in the Championship World Cup Quidditch Tournament. He's looking a little oh lost goodness. out there. <laughs> it's like televised and everything. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know what what would you what oh and and you have to play the whole game. I didn't put that in, but I feel like that would have to be in there. The so so what it's if you could play one professional game in any sport, what team would you play on and why? It and the sport as well. What sport would it be? You know. Oh. So it's not. So it's not. I'm really. No, yeah. Good. It's, it's just. Me it's just you, playing. and you have to play the whole game, and it has to be at a professional level. Oof. That's tough because I just looked up highest pl- highest paid sports because I thought <laughs> you know I'm gonna be amazing at um, basketball. <laughs> no, no, you just Don't you have to ball. play the whole game. Like, there's no subbing you out or anything like that. Go ahead, Alec. Oh me. Um. Well, I can't say I'm a sports guy myself. So, um. Hmm. Hmm. Um. So, uh, here, here's my question. Do I have to like participate in the actual? Here's the thing: you can stand the on the sidelines of whatever field or whatever court it is, but you have to play the entire game. And what I mean by that is, like, if you're playing a soccer so, game, then then and you're you're one of the people on on the field. You can stand in the corner of the field the entire game, but you have to deal with the ridicule that would uh, would come to you after the game as well, because you have to play a professional game. I don't know if there would be ridicule for Alec playing a sport because I am at I. This is correct me if I'm wrong. This is what I'm envisioning. Envisioning like yeah. Manchester City, and and the team walks out on the field, and Alec is in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, I mean, he's surrounded by like, you know, this is on the old days, like Wayne Rooney mm-hmm. and, and Ronaldo and the dream team and um, uh, Ibrahimovic. And and so like they're out in the middle of the field and Alec is like at the front of the point. You know how they make like a like a triangle type point like a flying V from yeah, like a the, flying V. The, the, and so the then Alec leads them mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. haka, mighty ducks in a haka. A haka is uh, it's often used in rugby, um, but it's basically like an intimidation dance. Whoa! Against the other team, so So a lot of times, yeah, a lot of times you like crouch as a team, and then you like hit your thighs like really loud and like yell, (laughs) "Hudaba, huda," you know. (laughs) And it's like 
demoralizing <laughs> to the other team. And so, I mean, I'm demoralized I'm just, now that I'm you did that. <laughs> I'm envisioning Alec leading this thing. Like, I mean, he is the driving force behind it. And so then, I mean, at that point, <laughs> they've already beat the other team because it's a mental game. And so Alec could go, like, stand in the goal. Yeah, it's like, it would well, that's a good point because now I'm envisioning, like, Manchester City or Manchester United, whatever team it is, and they bring out, you know, this amateur who's now playing professional. Alec walks onto the pitch, and then the commentators are like, they're so confident that they'll win that they brought an amateur to play the entire game. <laughs> like, how demoralizing would that be to the other team? Alec, You're just Alec, like, wait a minute, what? Alec, would you consider yourself an amateur? I would consider Aww. myself less. No, but amateur. like, if you were the other team, you're like, they don't respect us at all. <laughs> hey, who's the, uh, who's that one? Uh, who who's that one soccer player? He's in like the third level of the Hawkins Premier Benoit. League, and oh, the Bill Benoit. Yep, <laughs> incredible. Like, uh, like that. I feel like that's who Alec would be if he was if he yes. grew up playing soccer and was mm-hmm. like professionally trained. Like he would yeah. be. So Akin Benoit, for those of you who don't know, is one of the strongest players who's ever. Um, one of the strongest people who's ever actually um, stood on a soccer pitch, um, soccer field. So, yeah, when when he moves, the earth crumbles beneath him. Um, when he touches the ball, um, people in front of him have their legs broken by the the sheer will of of his um, his touch. So, his name is. Adebayo That's right, and he's like thirty eight or thirty seven or something. And he's still kicking it, you know, literally. Oh, he is. Oh, he is. Um, so so the re- the reason why I asked about you know participating in the athletics of the game is because like whenever I watch, but like so so I'll I'll go over to you know my grandparents' house occasionally, and they'll be watching tennis because they're like real big tennis fans, um, and so you know tennis will be on the TV, and I look at it. The my the most entertaining part about tennis is whenever the uh, ball goes off the court and there's the people in the background who are just run oh my as goodness, fast yeah. as they can to the ball and run as fast as they can back. So like that's oh. what I would do. So you'd be a professional be a ball, ball catcher. catcher then. You'd be involved in the sport, I guess. And you yeah, uh, technically that would sport though. It's part of the sport, and I. Well, I I mean, technically, the question says if you could play one professional game in any sport, what I mean, do are you considered a player really? If you're one of the ball catchers and they're running in the background, maybe. I mean, there you go. For me, I would not actually choose soccer. I'd probably choose like baseball. That way, if people like ridicule me, then I'd be like, ah, it's not really my sport, you know. Or you could be like, oh, it doesn't really matter anyway. <laughs> Playing like the World Series final, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone knows who's going to yeah, win it. Because, like, in baseball, you're playing on such a big team. You have so many people on your roster that it's like, you just have to be kind of good to be able to just, you know, be there. What, you bat once, maybe? Maybe twice? And then the rest of your players are just super good. So then you just kind of look like, oh, he's having an off day. 
You know, Johnny Leslie goes up to the mound. Oh, he misses again. Oh, he threw a bat into the crowd. Here's a question for you. Um, and I'm just I'm just thinking out loud here because uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to formulate my answer. Is the Olympics considered a professional sport? I, I, would, I would say, say it's more than yeah. professional. <laughs> what do you have in mind? Okay, so it's at least. Um, you know, I was. I'm just thinking about the sports that mm. that I could be good at. Uh, archery is one. I I don't. I wouldn't. I'm not a professional archer by any means. Oh yeah, but that would be like um, a fun thing to do. But it it, it would be a fun thing to do to compete at that level. I, I would get blown out of the water, but um, it would be fun to compete at that level, mm-hmm. even if I didn't win. But also, you, I could just exactly. say I've competed in the Olympics, and that's, that's like thing that ninety nine. Nine 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 percent of that's people true. That'd be awesome. can never say. Yeah, I'll just go on the swim team. No, 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 no. no would be yeah. better is if like you're, you. No, no, the high dive. <laughs> Thinker and I. You, you have the uh, the people who are the professional weightlifters, right? And they're like <laughs> giant human beings. <laughs> and so, like, you go and for you the like John. the biggest weight that there's ever been, and like you pull and you pull. And then, like, you know, you put your arms up. You're like, I tried. <laughs> I, I, I'm just envisioning, like, the lineup of these guys. And you see big guy, you know, the, this Russian guy, 435 pounds, 6'4", you know, muscle city. You know, and you got this Swedish guy, 6'3", 342 pounds, pure <laughs> muscle. Johnny, 100. <laughs> five, five eight eleven wait what are you five eight 180 johnny, johnny leslie is going Your for muscle. the gold <laughs> that would be hilarious i think they messed the weight oh man oh that would okay be funny. well i think we're ready for our, our next subject shall we roll shall we roll the dice that's good the easiest answer. question ever. <laughs> Caribou coffee mahogany blend because it's the best. <laughs> I don't know. I what, what well, I mean, like I've had different kind of coffees. There's oh, okay. this place in um Alabama called Eliano's, and it's actually like some of the smoothest coffee I've ever had. But if you're wanting something that's like a little more bitter or you know has a, a bit of more like that acidic flavor of coffee, then you're not gonna like it. You know. So I'm just wondering, what about that coffee is making yeah, it like super good? Yeah. Right. So interesting. So it also matters how you do it. And so a lot of, you know, one type of coffee, say, for instance, <laughs> caribou coffee, mahogany blend, it could be totally different if you're okay. going to do a French press rather than drip. It'll also taste different if you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, pour over because it just it's going to be a, di- a different smoothness, a different consistency. So this morning I had a pour over because I went out to, to breakfast with my friend and mm. it was super, super smooth. I, I don't know, though, if I would prefer to drink a pour over every mm-hmm. single day because I like variety. But also I've just grown up with drip coffee. And honestly, a lot of people uh, hate on drip coffee. I've actually have some of the best cups of coffee in my life from a drip coffee machine and some people like are going to throw up at that but 
Oh yeah, it's so you go with the I'm, drip I'm coffee mahogany good. blend at Caribou. Well, the question didn't say that I had to do the same. That's true. That's very true. So you have a few options with that. You just have to buy the same bag. I, you know? uh, yeah. So I, I it might, that, yeah, that might have been misleading because I like all all the different ways of making coffee. Have you had I Have like you had all. the Brazilian um, version of making that, coffee? It's it's one of the I weirdest not, ways I've, I've ever that, seen coffee being made. Um, is that the one no, last no, orb? it's it's not a what is that called? Um, oh, it's the way of smoking, like with the tube thing. What is that called? <laughs> uh, oh, uh, yes, the ones that have the lounge hookah, yeah, hookah, hookah uh, lounge, a hookah, yeah. hookah, hookah coffee. It's it's like uh, job of the hut. I hope not. You, there's hookah coffee. <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> funny. Um, but no, 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 no. So how you make Brazilian coffee? From my understanding, because I've met a couple Brazilians. One that I went on a small little mission trip to St. Kitts, and then my my front neighbor is actually Brazilian. Um, they get a pan, and they pour in however much you know water they need in the pan. They start to boil the water, and then when it's almost at a boil. They will throw in the coffee grounds. I could be getting this completely wrong. Maybe the Brazilians that I've met do it the wrong way. Maybe, but but this is how I understand it. And so then, once it's right once it's been sitting there and yeah, it's been boiling right. and stuff, it looks kind of gross. It looks like a I don't know um, brownie mix almost. And then you'll pour it out over a um, a funnel that you know makes the coffee just it catches all the grounds. And then you drink the coffee underneath it. Yeah, we're looking at a picture. Is that how I was describing it? Is good. that is that what it's okay? Hey, yeah, yeah, you were right. Brazilian sure. coffee. It's very smooth. Like it's it sounds similar to um pour over in a way, you know, but it's just a different approach to it, I guess. Yeah. But definitely try it that way. Okay. And here's the thing is that all the methods of making coffee are doing essentially the same thing. It's just using a different material mm -hmm. or different water temperatures or, or different aeration methods of getting the, the yep. flavor to transfer from the bean to the water. So it, it's it, in a sense, it's all the same, but it's just using different elements to change yeah, the flavor and the texture and the smoothness. Alec, um, you don't really drink coffee, do you? I don't, but... Um, but if you had to drink the same type of coffee for the rest of your life, what would it be? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be, like, crazy if this right, just affected you? you? Like, whatever drink that you got, it... So, say you went out to, like, Starbucks, right? And I guess I'm taking this question a, a little bit of a different way. But if you went to Starbucks and you ordered, like, a cold brew beverage, then it would still be, whenever you put it to your lips, the caribou mahogany blend every single time just however they made it it would like transfer magically into whatever you chose it's just transmogrifies. It, it just yes. transmogrifies into that specific coffee <laughs> in case you try to escape it you know uh, in two years when you're sick of it yeah um see so yeah, i i don't drink coffee myself but uh my mom uh grew up on the mission field oh, wow. in columbia her her grandparents or er, her, her parents were missionaries to Colombia, and so she uh, she grew up on the mission field there. And because of that, 
She mm. loves coffee, specifically Colombian coffee. So, love it. That's a fun fact. So, what would your what would your coffee be? Colombian, most likely. Then, just to keep in tradition. Ah, uh, I, I guess so. Hmm. Yeah. That is good. Oh, I would I like probably that. choose. What about you? Oh man, there's this coffee, and it's called the Preacher's. Uh, what is it? The Preacher's Coffee, Preacher's Wife, something. You know that um, the picture of the painting of the farmer and his wife. It's that, but it's a preacher. Yeah, and yes. his wife. He's like a Bible in his hand. Oh yeah, the preacher and his yes. wife roastery. That is really good. I would probably do their their caramel version of their beans, and that way I could you know mm-hmm. make it however I wanted. But I think that's probably one of the best coffees I've had in my life. Yeah, so I would probably yeah, go with that their looks caramel like one. A solid place. Yeah. Have you um? You know, I have not. Coffee, I've have wanted to. Rifle? But I have not. I know. I'm like in the military, but it's like, come on, son. <clears> like, sorry. what are you doing? Not not drinking coffee made out of a rifle <laughs> right well we're not just just a little disclaimer for the audience we're True. not sponsored by black rifle coffee yet we haven't been sponsored by anything yet yet but we're moving in that direction well you know we're we're, we're thinking about having yeah, it, you know, if Black Rifle were to offer, we would probably we we, we would take Hold it up. to committee. Yeah, um, I love how Tyler, the guest on the show, is explaining that this we is our as, podcast. As <laughs> this is our sponsor because because thing I am brought into the That's triumvirate. True. There is no triumvirate without a third person. So as of right now, as of this episode, as of this episode, and right now in time. On um, March sixth at eleven twenty one, I am part of the triumvirate. Therefore, I yes. in, technically I would have a vote if we were thinking about having someone sponsor us. But, it, weird, but it, and it came to a vote. Isn't that true? If yes. the vote were in this episode, right? But it's most likely going to be because yep. they're not asking so, to sponsor us, right? But now. if they do, if an email comes in and Black that Rifle decides to offer sponsorship, you would have a vote. Thank you. Not going to lie, I'm kind of worried. trying to corporatize our podcast right now. (laughs) Also, Quick Trip. If you guys want to sponsor us, we would be more than Honestly, Quick Trip Coffee is Please sponsor us. Get us some free Quick Trip. I don't even have a Quick Trip here in Alabama, but that sounds amazing. Quick Trip (laughs) is my alma mater. Um, (laughs) So, the thing is, I've been to Quick Trip for years and years, and honestly, every time mm-hmm. I walk in, no matter which store it is, it feels like home. It feels like I'm coming. And uh, I work at the Wilds Christian Camp during the summer, and so there's no Quick Trips down there that start with a K. They're all start with, starting with a Q down there, which is trash. <laughs> and so the ones up here with the K, I walk in, and I a couple times I've almost started crying just because. There should be a meme. There should be a meme about. I'm home. sorry, I'm going to interrupt you real yeah. quick. But what were you saying about the K and the Q? The K, the Go quick trip it. with the K, it should be like KJV and then below it and the like NKJV with the Q. <laughs> that would be no. so funny. Someone needs to make a meme about that. That's awesome. 
<laughs> yeah, that's awful. So, some, somebody made a meme about that and then share yes. it to uh, our Instagram page. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yes. Uh, whole policy. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, quick trip. Speaking of coffee, they had this African blend once and it was kind of a citrusy, nutty type flavor of coffee. Wow. It was the best coffee that they have ever had. And for some reason, they discontinued it after like a couple months. I don't know. I All I know is I went in there multiple times to get that cup of coffee. Oh, and then they discontinued yeah, it. Now. It's probably, I'm not even kidding. Sorry, my dog was in the blinds. They probably. <laughs> <laughs> Mocha. Mocha cheese. Marino. They probably, and I'm not even kidding about this, there was probably some, because of our political climate, there was probably some little bit of disgruntlement because they called it African, mm. you know, their African blend. Even though that's what and, it was. Pff, like, no, 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 we're, we're trying to sell it because yeah, it, exactly. it's, it's somewhat authentic, you know, it, like it gives you a taste there. It helps you empathize a little. And then people are like, no. Oh, oh, it's African because the coffee's <laughs> black, huh? Like what? <laughs> what do you mean? All coffee's black. <laughs> That's, awful. That's awful. Some people, man. That's awful. I hear the craziest stuff sometimes. I'm Some like, people. that doesn't make any sense. But people be people. They, they do be do be do be do be. So. <sighs> All right. Uh, yeah, I think we we got do one, one last one in us. All right, cool, cool, cool. I'm rolling, rolling the I dice. Alec. Number seventeen. Oh my word, man! We keep getting good high 19, numbers. 18, okay, seventeen and nine. Which right, space exhibition is the best one? This, I know it's a little uh, <laughs> the Death Star. Oh, blowing up Alderaan, obviously. No, I mean like seriously. What I think Sputnik was actually really dope. Oh, you're not okay. Sorry, you said space exhibition, and I thought you were mixing like SpaceX and their no, 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 and like no, space no. Sorry, I meant like company. launches. Like you know, what was the coolest one? I mean, obviously the Apollo missions were cool, but I feel like there's a lot of history that you know we don't actually think about when it comes to space and the exploration that we've done. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. Tom Hanks. You know, yeah, yep. Apollo thirteen. <laughs> I thought, you know, one of my, um, this is interesting, uh, but one of my favorites is um, the Challenger and not be, and that sounds really bad, but yeah, the Challenger exploded, right? Yeah. And so it's not my favorite because of that fact, but it's my favorite because yeah, it's the yeah, one yeah, I know yeah. the most about, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I thought that that one, and also it was, um, you know, it it all happened because of an yep. O-ring that wasn't properly sealed, and mm-hmm. so one o- destroyed the entire ship and killed a couple people. Killed seven people, and so, you know, it, yes, in one way, in one way, it, it's really sad. In another way, it mm-hmm. kind of gave NASA a kick in the butt to say, "Hey, we we can't we can't be messing around here." And I think someone got fired over it because they very deliberately didn't do a, a second jack on yep. said o-ring so when i was when i was in elementary school we uh it, it was it was pie day and so we were learning about you know 
the mathematical pie and eating some pie, you know, and stuff. And then they showed us the video of the Challenger exploding. Sorry, it's not funny, but it's like kind and, of funny uh, that you're eating like, pie and stuff. And the teacher's like, let's watch the Challenger. <laughs> at the, and then at the end, they're like, you see, this is why pie is important. This is why you got to know your math. And we're just like, right? Traumatized. <laughs> because Seven people just died because they didn't know what 3.141592 was. Like, oh, six five. Hey, did you guys have to do that in school? I had to do. We we stood up in front of the whole class, and then we stood in a line, and then our teacher said, "All right, you're gonna you're gonna go and say the next number of pi until someone gets out." So then the first person would say the first number three. And the second number person would say the the second number. Point one point. And then we just keep going. <laughs> we would keep on going. We, and I was in like the final, I don't know, six out of 20 kids. So I felt pretty cool. I was like, <laughs> hey, you know, maybe I don't know pie as good as I should, but I know it's like the 14th digit. So I felt like a cool kid. <laughs> Did that happen to you guys too? Were you like put in front of a class and had to like well, what happened? What happened with us is that you know on Pi Day, you would like get a prize if you memorized the most digits or whatever. So there were people who like stood up and they like recited as much as they can, and then you know another person would recite even more, and then you know so, so that was that was pretty cool. I didn't participate in it because I'm like I I don't want to memorize Pi. My my math teacher uh, on Pi Day because all the nerds like. March 14th for some reason. <laughs> um. Anyway, so on Pi Day, she had you know a math quiz or whatever, and basically she would allow you to write down as many numbers of pi as you could, and for each number you got an extra point. So it was like an That's extra crazy. Wow. It was very gentle. There was one chick from my school and she was some, she, she wasn't a nerd, but I think her parents had, you know, one of those students mm-hmm. have parents who have really high standards for her. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, she's got the grandparents oh, to give her 50 bucks goodness. and she gets all A's on her report card. <laughs> and so, you know, they, I, I guess they had her memorize oh! like 50 of them. And so... And so she got like fifty extra points on her final letter or oh on her final gosh. grade. So I I don't know. I probably memorized like well, let me see three point one four one five nine two six five. Nice. I know ten. I know ten of them. I think I know like. All right, hold on. Yeah, 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 we're pulling it up because for those of like... you at home listening, try it as well. How many how many digits of pi? Put it put it in the comments or whatever photo we posted the new. Just put it in there. <laughs> there's there's one video online of this guy who I, I think he has autism but he has autism to the point where he is extremely intelligent um but you know he has the social awkward tendencies mm-hmm. and you know that's that's typically how a lot of autism works and so this guy he is the guinness world record of wow you know reciting pi or whatever i don't know so anyway on this so, site right now, and it is 100,000 digits of pi. And as you right. can see, Holy it is cow. legitimately just a site with 100,000 digits yeah. of pi. All Have right. fun, Alan. Go ahead. Well, 
if you don't get, get to at least twenty-seven, I'm gonna be disappointed. Get the first, I'm I'm not gonna get that high. Tell you that right now. Um, so three point one four one five nine two six five three five eight nine seven. I have no idea what you did is. really well. Did yeah, 15. the next one was nine. Oh, wow. I yeah. thought so. You see, I thought so, but I wasn't sure. Nine seven nine three two three eight four six two six four three three eight three two seven nine five zero two eight eight four one nine seven one six nine three nine nine three seven five one zero five eight. I was going to let you keep going. Okay. Four, nine, okay. Four, four, five. Yeah. I was like, Tyler, you got to realize <laughs> that there are some yeah, people I, that either looked it up and it, they're saying it with you, or they just knew it off the top of their head and they were saying it with you. So. <laughs> I um, certainly hope so. Please, if you're one of if, those people, please mm-hmm. put it in the comments. If I had trusted my gut, I would have gotten that last that that other nine after the seven. But uh, I didn't trust my gut enough <laughs> because I thought at that point I was just making things up. So, but anyway, back to space shuttles. Uh, it's probably Johnny, Sputnik One, favorite? dude. Like the the Russians. Yeah, they were just all about putting, oh, yeah, you- like throwing stuff in space. So. I mean, credit to them for doing it first. Yeah, the Russians were the first ones to space, but wasn't it the first animal to space was a monkey, right? I thought it was a... I think it was... That, was, it, it, was yeah. it was a dog. I, um, I think it was a dog. Dogs. I think the first animal might have been like actually it makes sense. Like a rat or something. It was a dog. It was uh, a little Russian dog. Oh, it was a dog? Yeah. Yeah, dog Laika. The first animal... Orbital spaceflight around the Earth was the dog Laika aboard the Soviet spacecraft Sputnik 2 on He's the 3rd of November, boy. 1957. Yep. That is the original good boy. That is what all Russians' dog dogs look yep. to as their is, inspiration. Is, is dog Laika a boy or a girl? I don't know. Dog like <laughs> is a female. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. That's mm-hmm. that's that makes me so happy. Dog like, I mean, you, you can't not like a dog. His name Everyone like this dog. <laughs> and on that wholesome <laughs> note, hopefully, uh, everyone who's listening, we we have just our outro that we're gonna do with uh, Tyler here. Um, Hang on, but before we get to the outro, we need to. Uh, oh yeah, um, Tyler, do you got any plugs that uh, you want to? Social media or just any plug? Your group again? Okay, maybe? So, one. Yeah, one of the things that I really like to plug um, is for when you're cooking meat. Um, <laughs> no, I'm serious now. Okay. When you're cooking meat, it is so important that when you are done cooking the meat, when you take it off of out of the pan or out of the oven, let the mm-hmm. meat rest. For heaven's sake, do not cut the meat. The, who, you know what? Pizzas also are in this category. Do not cut the meat or the pizzas for at, for at least a couple minutes. Obviously, with pizza, you get you know two, three minutes. Let it cool down a little bit. But with meat, uh, you know, the professional chefs let the meat rest for just as long as they cooked it, which sounds crazy. 
But what it does is it finishes to cook it and it also keeps the juice in there, which allows it to post marinade after after you've cooked it. So uh, you, you might not let it rest for that long. Um, the way that people say, well, what if it gets cold? Well, you're supposed to be serving it with hot gravy half the time. And so it'll you know warm it back up. The thing is. Don't be stupid and let the meat rest a little that's some bit. Great, after that's a great plug that's my to plug. meat. Do you, do you have <laughs> any like social media plugs or low key meds? Yeah. Sure, plugs? I mean, yeah, if you, if, <laughs> sure. The meat part, though. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Now that you mention it, stuff that doesn't matter as much, obviously. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, ensemble. Low key meds ensemble dot uh, dot com. Uh, we have a website up there. If you want to go follow us on, on Instagram and Facebook, we have both of those accounts. We post relatively regularly. Um, you can follow our ministry, our ministry there. We're actually going out on two Sundays out here on March 7th and March 14th. So that's we'll be in four different churches. Pi ministering. Day. Yep. Yep. On Pi Day. And so that's going to be a lot of fun. We're actually mm-hmm. having a, we just recorded a CD and uh, we're in the mixing process right now. And hopefully that CD is going to come out uh, towards the end of March or the end or the beginning of April. That's our goal. Um, We'll see what happens there. It'll be up on our website and on iTunes and Spotify and all of the above. So you can go listen to it or buy it. We'd really appreciate that. uh, Getting the music out there. It's going to be a really good CD. Uh, We've got you want to get that website one more time there. So that's my www lowkeymensensemble.com that's awesome awesome um, there it is well johnny do just you got for any anyone who didn't know i have a youtube channel joe crusher with no space in the middle i have a lot of videos there that you could check out i have hardly deleted any of them so if you want to date back until i was or you know when when i was like 12 i was put don't do that you'll just it's it's rough but if you want to look at more of my uh, more recent stuff, then you might have a laugh. So um, follow us on our Instagram page, uh, Second Breakfast with Johnny and Alec. Um, the username is JNA underscore triumvirate. Um, if you want to make memes, you can share it to us and then we'll like post it. If that's how it works, I still don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, but uh, that's JNA underscore triumvirate on Instagram. Um, hashtag Singrat, hashtag Sticker Gang. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, as 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 we do our outro, um, a, a recommendation came up to me this last week um, about potentially changing the outro from uh, "I stab mm-hmm. you, you stab me." Um, to a thing where we say, you know what they say, and then our guest gives a little pithy statement, word of advice. Gives a little pithy statement, word of advice, you know, to leave us hanging till next week. Um, and so I think me and Johnny, uh, yeah, we're gonna give it a shot. If you like the old one, hey, you know, comment something in the in the, in the Instagram or or hashtag sticker gang. Bring it back, you know. So, if you're feeling passionate about the other outro, then yeah. you just let us know, okay? 
But for right now, we are making the switch. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and this switch what was brought to you by Peter Holloway. Hey. Um, hey, Peter, you're out there. Hey, Peter. What a st- Love you. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, well, you know what they say. How many times have you noticed that it's the little quiet moments in the midst of life that seem to give the rest extra special meaning? You just <laughs> looked that up on your computer. Oh, of course I did. That's Mr. adorable. That's a Mr. Rogers quote. Listen, you're supposed to make it up on okay, the spot. All right, all right, let's try it again. I, okay, and, I have another and, quote. Oh, all right. And you, and you know Mr. what Rogers. they oh, say. Okay. Hmm. It's interactive, though. Okay. Oh, it's interactive. Yeah. Okay. So and you know what? You know what they? You know what they say? You know where, where the one place I want to be right now is? Aww. Right with you. And that's how we feel about that's all of you who one. listened. Please let us know that you're alive and you're out there and that you're doing well. And if you're not doing well, let us know too. Hashtag sticker gang. Hashtag sing rap. Thank you to Eric Fausto for the theme music, and thank you to Hope Holloway for the art. And thank you to Tyler for being our Julius Caesar this week. Hey, hey, happy but- to be Julius. Triumvirate.